In this video, I'm going to tell you everything that you need to know to market your restaurant, coffee shop, or local food service business. Stay tuned. I don't talk a lot about local marketing campaigns for a lot of reasons. Number one is because mainly I don't think it's really a good fit for small local businesses to even hire an agency. So I haven't worked directly with that many clients, but I do have a lot of friends that are in the space. And I was just sitting in a coffee shop now and I was overhearing the pitch from a marketing agency to the owner of the coffee shop for marketing services. And man, like everything he was saying was not only wrong, but I just know for the price that they're going to get paid, they're not going to deliver. And because I have this conversation a lot of times with some of my friends who have local spots, I just wanted to put it on video and give you everything that I would do if I had a restaurant or a coffee shop. And it really boils down to just six things. Number one is your product. Uh, number two is your location and the vibe of the actual physical feel of your space. Number three is social media, incredibly important as you already know. Number four is search, so making sure that you're being found when people are looking for you in search engines. Number five is PR, so getting mentioned on influencers, bloggers, and local media websites. And the final one is advertising. So let's talk about the ways you can hijack all of these plus a bonus one at the end. So. The first being location. Now, this is more of a business decision than marketing, but it does have an impact on your marketing. So you could either go with a high traffic location in a downtown area that has a lot of people walking by that would stop in. The cons of this would be it's going to be a lot more expensive for rent. It's also going to be a lot more competitive. So you've really got to stand out. Number two would be to go off somewhere in the sticks in the suburbs where there's not a lot of competition, but people will have to search to find you. Either way, what's the common theme here? You need exposure. You need to get people to want to come in. And you can do that by how you design your interior. There are very simple interior design things that you can do to create like, God, I hate using this term, but an Instagrammable moment. Like, do you have a cool sign? Do you have a mural? Do you have a space that like is just really well lit? There's an amazing example. Dr. Smooth right here in Wynwood in Miami has an amazing space where people want to come in. It's well lit. There's cool stuff on the shelves. It makes a really cool picture. They've done a really good job of making people want to come in and take pictures and create content in there. Because then what happens? People upload it and they tag the location. It's free marketing and free advertising. Interior design is not something that I really know anything about. I'm just saying it's worth it to go out and invest and hire someone to come in and help you curate a better space internally. Another big part of this is just product. I mean, it sounds stupid, but man, I can't tell you how many restaurants and coffee shops I go into in Miami and I eat there and it sucks. Like product is the most important thing. That's what people are going to tell other people about. That is ultimately going to make or break whether or not you have a marketable business. Cause you can layer all this stuff on, on top of it. But if your product sucks, if your food isn't great, you can only go so far. So the other thing I had on my list is social media. Now you already know this, you know how important social media is. It's probably why you're watching this. You either saw it on social media or you know that you need to improve your social media. The only thing that matters for you, there's so many different things you can do. There's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's Snapchat, just focus on Instagram. If you can master and win Instagram, you will have a successful business. It's that powerful. Like it's actually kind of crazy when I go out to eat with my girlfriend, she checks their Instagram and she doesn't just check the brand's Instagram account because she knows that those are like professional photos. They're curated. She will go and she will check the tagged photos. She wants to see what the food looks like, what the vibe looks like. The number one hire for restaurants and coffee shops and all this stuff in the future is going to be have a full-time content creator. Somebody who is there to capture experiences, somebody who's there to capture videos and then distributing those back to the people so they can share it. So basically what you're doing is you're coming in, you're taking photos for people and then you're giving them the option to take those photos and post them for themselves by sending it to them. If you can curate your own, imagine if you could, all the photos that were tagged, you were professional photos that you took, 
Like talk about a powerful branding experience and really controlling your product and your messaging in the market. Super powerful stuff. The next social media tip is for your Wi-Fi pass. So a lot of people will lock it. Sometimes they'll ask for a uh, email in exchange for it. The emails that you get are all garbage. They're fake because people know you're going to hit them up afterwards. Wipe all that off. Just do uh, Instagram follow. So make them follow your Instagram profile in exchange for uh, Wi-Fi password. Even if they unfollow you in the future, it's not a big deal because when it comes to advertising, this is really important. When it comes to advertising on Facebook, you can actually capture anyone who's ever interacted with your Instagram profile. So if you can just get somebody to your Instagram profile, you can do what's called remarketing off of that. So basically if you have 50 to 100 to 200 people coming to your Instagram profile a day, even if they're not following you, or if they're unfollowing you, that collects and it builds an audience on Facebook, which you can then advertise to. Incredibly powerful stuff. Again, that I promise you nobody is doing. Focus on growing your Instagram profile. Forget emails, forget passwords, do that. It's a very simple tech thing to fix and I can do it for you if you actually want. You also want to try to encourage people to share on social media. So even if you're doing it this at the very micro level, like uh, you know after someone finishes their meal, um, or, you know, just going around and just seeing how people are doing, checking in with people. If they're happy, if they're super happy, tell them. Like, you don't need to go around and tell this to everyone because not everyone's going to love the experience. Not everyone looks like they're going to share something on social media. You know how to profile people. I mean, it is what it is. Look for younger people, look for people on their phones. And what you can do is you can go up to them and ask them, hey, did you enjoy your experience here? Yes. If so, hey, you know, we're offering this very special discount now. If you come back, we'll give you 30% off, but you have to post a photo of you being here today on Instagram. So you can have your servers do this, baristas do this, you can have anyone do it, you can do it yourself, but just going around, again, it's kind of like the net promoter score, the NPS, going out, taking a gauge of who's happy, who looks like they have an Instagram following. I mean, again, it is what it is, you know what it is now, you should anyways, and encouraging them to share by discounts, free stuff, you know what it is. So then you've also, of course, got like your coupons, your giveaways, your free stuff. That's all cool. You can post that on social, get other people to share it. Um, what I like to do also is I like to see neighborhood businesses partner up, you know, kind of pull their resources online when it comes to social, uh, cross promote each other, do events together, that type of stuff. Something else that I really like um, is if you have a really cool space, like if you're a coffee shop, again, or you have a restaurant space in a cool area, you've got parking and stuff like that, go to meetup.com. Go find the most popular meetup groups in your area. These are basically just where like people will have an event. Like I'm having a meetup event here. I have like 60 people coming in uh, this coming week. I try to do them every month. I try to get people in, networking. Offer to host them for free. You know what I'm saying? Like get bodies into your space for free. Um, you know, you can obviously sell the merchandise while they're there. But the more people that you can get in, get involved, the better off you're going to be. And this is all free stuff for you too. You know what I'm saying? A lot of event spaces want to charge for it, but like... Me as a meetup organizer, like I'm not making any money off the meetup. A lot of these things are just kind of like friendly networking things. I'm not going to pay to do that. I'm always going to take the free option. So again, you can come in and really undercut the market there and help. You can come in and really help people out at the same time. And finally, when it comes to social media, of course, influencers. So when you hear influencers or when most of the people that I've talked to hear influencers, they think of like the biggest people in the space, especially here in Miami where influencers like fall out of the trees. People want to try and go after them. Who's going to charge you a lot of money. Um, and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like that is still probably worth it. You can still find a lot of accounts who aren't going to charge you too much, but always lead with free stuff. Like, Hey, um, do you want to come in? We've got, uh, some really cool stuff we put together. We work with Dr. Smooth a couple years ago, again, a little coffee shop here in Miami. And what we, we did what we called uh, influencer luncheons, where we would invite like five to 10 different influencers at the same time uh, of all ranges. They could have anywhere from like 5,000 to like a million followers. Obviously, a million is really tough to get. But even the people who have 5,000 followers, the 
probably all going to be local followers and the engagement's going to be much higher. So we can find people in the space, bring them in for free. We put together like a platter of the different foods, some coffee, uh, and we had somebody in there again. We had a videographer in there taking videos, taking pictures. Why? Because then afterwards, two days later, we edited them and we sent them back to people and saying, hey, Stephanie, we really appreciated you coming in. Uh, here's a really cool video that we put together. We'd love it if you shared it on Instagram. Of course, because it's a cool video of themselves, it's free content for them. It was an even exchange. So we were bringing in uh, like 50 different influencers a month into the Windwood location, having this experience, which cost us like a total of like 20 bucks. Them anyways, the song cost 20 bucks. And the amount of publicity that we're getting from it, it was, it was incredible. So influencers are, uh, you know, at the local level, probably the best way, if anything, again, like if, when I think about my personal life and how I hear about stuff, how I hear about a new restaurant, it's usually because my girlfriend saw it, then I saw it, we both heard about it, and we're like, oh, we both heard about this place, we don't really know where, but it's from Instagram, right? And then, of course, we're going to book a reservation and go, right? So building that buzz using different strategically placed influencers nonstop over and over, and this isn't just a short blast, this should be ongoing, nonstop, you should be hosting influencers every single week, as many as you can that you can afford to do and just getting them to constantly push out more and more fresh content. So that's social media. Now let's talk about search. Um, I have an SEO agency. I had one here in Miami before I sold it, but uh, we did quite a bit of local SEO, mainly for like local chains at that time. And search is incredibly important too. So social is a great way to spread the word. It's a great way to do more disruptive style marketing where you're getting in front of people with different styles of content, media. Search is all about putting your business when people are looking for it. So when somebody is looking for really two situations when it comes to like a restaurant or a coffee shop, number one would be uh, restaurants near me, coffee shops near me. Uh, it's gonna be done on a mobile phone. That's gonna trigger what's called like the local maps pack, right? So when you see the reviews, Getting featured in those for the keywords that are relevant to your restaurant, business, whatever it may be, is crucial. That's number one. Number two is when somebody's searching for best restaurants, best coffee shops in a given area. Um, generally, those are going to be like blogger articles. They're going to be like things on like Thrillist or like a local media outlet. It'll have like 10 best coffee shops in Wynwood, 10 best coffee shops in Miami, whatever. You've got to get on those, right? So I'm going to break down both those for you right now. Number one, getting the local mass pack. So I have an article on this, so I'm not going to go too deep into it. You can read it all there step by step. The thing that I do want to talk about though is reviews. Reviews are not only crucial for your reputation management, but they're crucial for SEO. Google sees uh, the number of re reviews as a signal that your business is popular. Google wants to show popular businesses. So getting people to consistently leave reviews on Google, on Yelp, TripAdvisor, any platform that's relevant to your specific niche or restaurant or coffee shop, you've got to be there and you've got to be getting reviews. So uh, just like you were getting the Wi-Fi, just like you were getting people to share on social media, <clears throat> We can follow that same process to get reviews. I remember when I was in Europe, man, and TripAdvisor was huge out there. We were constantly getting, um, at the end of our meal, the waiter would come up to us and just kind of be like, hey, look, at if you guys enjoyed your experience, TripAdvisor means a lot to our business. Please get, leave us a review. And of course, like I don't use TripAdvisor, but um, I was compelled to. You know what I'm saying? If I did, if it was like Google back in the States, I would have. You know what I mean? Especially if I liked the food. Um, another thing is, of course, just offering them like a free dessert uh, in exchange for a review. I highly suggest that you do it. These reviews are incredibly important. Again, not only for SEO, but uh, for bringing people in. People want to go to a five-star place. They don't want to go to a one-star place. Um, so that's that. Again, you can read that whole article on local SEO. It's webrest.org slash local SEO. You can check it out. Uh, but number two is getting featured on those best of articles because not only, again, are those best of articles good for people who are reading and consuming that content in real time when it gets published, um, but more importantly, that content will rank in search because if somebody is searching for 
uh, best coffee shops in Miami, they don't want to see a website. They want to see a list of websites from uh, a reputable source. And again, that's usually going to be a local media outlet or it's going to be like a blogger. So all we have to do is search Google for those articles, make a list of them, and we want to contact those people, right? We want to send them some sort of pitch, which pushes in directly to number five, which is PR. So PR and getting featured on websites or media outlets is either about relationships, number one, uh, number two, having a story, or number three, having some sort of exchange of value. So you will go out and you'll pay a PR agency, you're paying them for the relationships. They're just greasing the wheels, they'll get you published wherever, but you're going to pay for it. You can do this yourself. So if you have a list of those articles, if you have a list of those websites, bloggers are really important too. Again, this is the same thing with influencers. Influencers in social and influencers have become like the bridge between social and PR, right? Uh, a lot of PR agencies are doing influencers uh, because that's where the eyeballs and attention are. But I'm telling you, you can do this yourself. You don't have to pay an agency 10 grand a month. I mean, if you want to come through, but you don't have to, okay? Um, all you need to do is build a list of these sites. So again, search for uh, best coffee shops in my area, search for best restaurants in my area, search for uh, all these different like types of keywords that would trigger that sort of result. Grab those URLs, find the contact info for that person and send them a pitch. That pitch can be a wide range of things. Number one, uh, like I said, if you have a story to tell, if you've got like an amazing uh, come from behind story, if you've got like some sort of really cool, unique product, something that you do that nobody else does, um, you can play on that. You can pitch that to them for inclusion in these articles. Another way would be just to offer them payment, right? I mean, it's a little bit frowned upon, but it works, especially for bloggers. Like when we do blogger outreach for like our e-commerce clients, like boom, we're just sending them 150 bucks and they're adding it in. It's not, that's how they make their money off advertising. So it's technically an advertisement. Uh, number three would be an exchange of value. So you could offer them in to come in for a free meal, try it out for themselves, uh, let them make a decision, what have you, blah, blah, blah. Dude, people love free shit. Yeah, I promise you, like, they're not going to get a, an acceptance from everyone, maybe not the top media outlets, but you will get plenty of bloggers to come in and document it. Um, and that's a win for you too. It's Again, it's, it's almost free publicity. So the final one here is advertising. And to me, this is a differentiator. And no, I'm not talking about TV, radio, print, all that is crap. If you ever put an advertisement in there, just stop watching this video now because you're, you're a lost cause, okay? You want to focus specifically and solely on advertisements on Facebook and Instagram. Again, if you can own those two platforms, um, organically, obviously is great, but organically your reach is gonna get capped at a certain level. And the great thing about paid traffic is it can scale to an infinite level, right? So here's my local advertising strategy. I'm gonna give it to you. So what's really cool about Facebook and Instagram ads, Facebook owns Instagram in case you didn't know, so both placements are available through Facebook ads, is you can basically drop a pin on the location of your restaurant, store, whatever. And you can say, in a, within a one mile radius, Facebook, advertise this video, this image, whatever it may be, to whoever you want. And then you can layer on demographic and interest targeting and age and sex. Uh, and all sorts of different targeting options that will let you hyper-focus who is seeing your messaging. So what I like to do is don't run a commercial. No, what you want to do is you want to put together some content that either educates, number one, excuse me, educates uh, or entertains. And for this niche, it's mainly going to be in the entertainment space, right? So build some sort of content that entertains um, consistently, whether that's images, video, it doesn't matter. Like as long as you're consistently getting in front of these people who are walking around your store, like you need to own that real estate, have a little sense of competitive and say, look at, if you're going to walk into our territory, you're going to see my shit period. Like we are here. This is who we are. We have the best damn coffee in town. We have the best damn steaks in town, whatever it is, like own your space, man. Like put up some ads and just let people know that you're there. And again, like 
the key here is not just the targeting, that's number one, but it's not overly important. The really key factor here is the content. What is it that you are creating that's not just as blatant advertisement that can either entertain or inform who you want to come in? And then on top of that, sprinkle in some customer testimonials, sprinkle in some cool shots of the space, uh, sprinkle in different benefits, all these different things. Just continuously create, 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 and promote, promote, promote. And I promise you, if you spend between 500 and 1,000 bucks a month on Facebook ads alone, you're set. I promise you, okay? Just do that and you're good. And if you can do all the other things, then you should be printing your own checks. So that's all I got for you guys today. As always, if you liked it, please subscribe to my podcast, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and I'll see you in the next video.